What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Here she comes, bitches. Hold your husbands. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? You better not flash me. Tonight. Oh, Actually, you better flash. I can't flash. You know, <laughs> you know, I flash once in a while. I flashed you yesterday. What are you talking about? Did you? Just with one boop. When? When we were watching. When Angela was flashing, I was flashing. <laughs> I, I blacked all of it out. So the good, the bad, and the ugly, which is what this tell-all should have been called. I actually don't even know if it has a name. It probably does have a name. But yes, that would be a great name. Even Sean Robinson used this that's, line. That's why I was thinking it. Yeah. But... We will get to that before we do a couple housekeeping items. Got to get this house in order. If you want to follow us on social media, you can and you should. It's easy to do. You can find us at 90 Day Crazy Love on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's where we go live. That's where we post our memes. That's where we update you on scheduling and whatnot. It's the place to get all of your information. And that's where you guys can message us, talk to us, tell us what you think, tell you, tell us how you like the show, anything. Yes, we want to hear from you and you can do that at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Also, while you're on your phone or your computer, make sure you guys follow the podcast. It's super important for you guys to do. It helps us out. It helps you out. You don't have to think about it. It just shows up on your phone. And all you need to do to follow the podcast is look down and smash that follow button. Hey, guys, smash it like it's super duper Billy Joe Armstrong hot. Uh, It's an inside joke that we're not going to revisit. What are you talking about? Billy Joe Armstrong is hot. For a 50-year-old. No, no, no. Is he hotter than Carlos, Tiffany's dad? Oh, hell yeah. Really? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. All oh, right. He is the bomb. Well, Carlos is my Cuban Billy Joe Armstrong. Is he? Nah, no, I just think he's a, if I had to choose one man, that's how I judge men's looks mm-hmm. is who would I like to look like? Mm-hmm. And if I had to choose between Billy Joel, for those of you who aren't huge Green Day fans, he's the <laughs> lead singer of Green Day. If I had to choose between the lead singer of Green Day. And Tiffany's dad, Please I would choose, choose to look like oh, Billy? Tiffany's dad. Ah! <laughs> Come on, like Billy Joe, he is a fox. <sighs> He's on. only one inch taller than me, two inches. Listen, I've got you. Yeah, That's, that's all, all I need. All you but need. I'm saying Billy Joe is a hottie. Yeah, smash He's, it like it's Carlos level hotness. Listen, this is my segment. Oh, sorry. This is my it's segment. It's our segment. Everything is ours. That's very what's true. What's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. It's very true, but. Except your passion for Green Day. That's all yours. You like Green Day. I like Green Day. You were jamming. I was jamming. <laughs> At the concert. He Let's was jamming, guys. Let's keep this Let's going. Let's keep it going. So you've followed us on Instagram. You have followed us on the podcast platform of your choice. Now, if you have a few seconds left over to spare, if you could just leave a review, rating or a review, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts, it means a lot. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That thank is, you. Thank you. Thank you. That's the housekeeping. Mm-hmm. We can start the show. Let's do this. With a little bit of 90 day, by the way, Ooh. if you are ready for that. I always am. I love this segment. Okay. 90 day, by the way. By the way, number one, Binium. Won his MMA fight. What? He won it. Let's hear it for Binium. Let's hear it for Binium. I should have... <laughs> drum roll, please. <laughs> I should have put money on this because if you remember... Oh, last yeah. I, I said, I think he's going to easily win this. The guy he went up against hasn't won in his entire career. Yeah. And that's not He changed. was like 75 out of 75. 
Yep. Yeah, <laughs> 0 8. So now I think he's 0 and 9. But Binyam won. Pretty, nice. Pretty easily, it seems like. There's a video floating around if you want to check it out. He's out there in the octagon kind of dancing around like a maniac, looking very skilled, looking very mm-hmm. intimidating uh, for a dad. Okay. Very intimidating for a dad, if you remember the promo that we talked about. And he ends up winning with a rear naked chokehold. Okay. For all my fighting fans out there. He needs a signature move, I think. Forget the rear naked chokehold. What about like a like a baby cool butt bongo to just finish out your opponent? Oh, yeah. Right? But then I don't think that's MMA. That's more like a wrestling. A butt bongo. Yeah. It's like you, <laughs> like think... you add the show to it. Right, right. Well, right. Just throwing out an idea there. Speaking of showmanship, mm-hmm. he wins. Then he jumps on top of the cage and he does a backflip. Oh, nice. It's pretty wild. That's pretty, pretty wild. wild. Okay, so baby Just one. Just for baby. And then a little, by the way, 1.5 on this story. Andrew was at the fight. I think I mentioned he was planning on Andrew, going. Andrew, a.k.a. Andrew and Amira. Yes. Okay. He was at the fight sans Amira. She was not there. But he saw Angela in the crowd. He saw oh, Angela. yeah. We saw his I stories. showed you, yeah. He posted on IG stories that, oh, who's that? It Angela. was Angela, right? It yeah. was Angela rocking, I think, the same outfit from the tell-all. But the thing I found interesting was he said, oh, it looks like TLC's here filming. Ooh. So were they filming Baby? Is that part of the mm-hmm. story line of his season? Or were they filming Angela? And is she going to mm-hmm. be on another season? Let's keep an eye out. Let's see what happens. Let's see if this footage ends up in Binium's season or if... I don't know. Is Angela coming back? I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised either. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see, guys. Okay, that's by the way number one. By the way number two. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's been a lot of speculation online after Pow posted a couple things on Instagram and Twitter. Now, now it's gone beyond speculation. It's apparently confirmed. Russ and Pow are taking a break. What? Yes. I did not see this one coming, but I did see some stuff on IG. I didn't see anything official. Okay. Well, here it is. According to In Touch Weekly, they are on a break, but also seeking marriage counseling. Okay. Well, I saw they bought an RV, like yes. a live-in RV that they're going to be living in. Yes. Looks nice. Yes. Well, that could have caused some of this issue here because Pow's manager is the one who is talking to In Touch saying... During the pandemic, hit everyone very hard, especially couples who had to stay indoors with each other for 24-7. The couple's decision to move into an RV made things harder since they were in such closer quarters together. Interesting. Blaming it on that RV. Everyone's different, I guess. Everyone has a different relationship. Yes. And to add on to that, apparently Russ lost his job during the pandemic so pow was the sole breadwinner Mm. and with all that it took a toll on them and they've decided we're going to take a break but she says they're not getting a divorce yet they're going to go to counseling they're just taking a break trying to work through their issues so who's living in the rv well i don't know it's a very good question because russ just posted a story on instagram it was from an airport and it said peace out florida so, maybe he's going home for a bit. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. So I don't know who's in that RV. If anyone's in that RV, we know Pow is trying to make something of that wrestling career. Mm. Interesting. All I'm going to say is that every couple is different. Every relationship is different, right? Yeah. 
I love hanging out with you all the time, but that's us. Mm-hmm. This was the aspect of the pandemic that I enjoyed. Sure. We started this podcast, like we found things to do, and it was great. But the fact that they moved into an RV, mm-hmm. I would think that that would make the relationship better because you can move around. You yeah. can go to places. You can, oh, let's go to QS for a week or two. Oh, let's go somewhere else. We have a living RV. You're still in a 20 by 10 foot square place with a baby. Well, yeah, but if you can move around, you can do different things. You like can like spice it up. I, don't know. I would almost feel like that should help the relationship if it was getting tough. But this maybe, is just me. Maybe that's why they bought the RV. Maybe things were getting tough mm. and they said, well, let's try this. You know, some people get a kid, get a kid. Some yeah. people have a kid, get a dog. Maybe they said, let's get an RV. It'll spice things up. It'll give us something to do. Also, it was cheaper, probably. Probably cheaper, but it didn't. Apparently, did not work, mm. did not help. So interesting. I was going to say, wish them the best, but I honestly don't see them together, although they do have a child. So I hope for the sake of the child, they can work it out. When she moved to the US the first season they were on, I was like, ah, I don't see this. Like, he's too Oklahoma, too much of mm-hmm. a quiet, almost. farm boy. She was a wild oh, yeah. Latina, tuss, right? Tuss, tuss. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is not going to work. But then, you know, they moved to Florida. He followed her. They got a child. So I was like, they can probably make it work. Like they're making it work. And I changed my mind. So I am actually surprised. Okay. All right. Well, so I'm hoping they can get back together. If for nothing, do it for the child. Yeah, do it for the child. So best of luck to them for Axel. For Axel. Very okay. German. All right. That is, by the way, number one and number two. Interesting. Some, I liked some it. Good news. Baby one, some bad news. Russ and Powell seem to be splitting mm-hmm. for the time being at least. But that is it's the way the cookie crumbles. That's by the way. That's the way the cookie crumbles. It's by the way the cookie crumbles. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Enough, <laughs> enough about my <laughs> idioms. Let's talk about the reason we're here. <sighs> Sunday night, 90 day fiance, happily ever after. Question, Question mark. mark. The tell all part one. Tell all part one. Yell yeah. out with me. One. Yeah, COVID could not stop this one because we're in person once again. And I am once so again, glad. So I glad love, we're in wait, person. Wait, wait. I think the last one was in person too. I remember it was. Rebecca, it was Yara, Yara Jovi. Yeah. yeah, but hashtag Delta variant. You don't know what's happening, but we're, in, we're still in person. Very true. By the way, I'm loving and hating yeah. all the Delta variant memes Oh. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I'm mostly loving them. Because Loving they're them. funny and it's nice to make a little light of a sad, I guess. scary subject. I guess. But I was going to say, the previous tell we didn't love it. It was very boring, very dry. Yeah, I don't remember much except Julia being a jerk. Classic. But this tell it was pretty good. I f- almost feel like maybe they hyped it up a little too much, which I wish they didn't, showing Angela's titties. <laughs> I wish they didn't show that either. <laughs> <laughs> wish they didn't so we would be like at the end we'd be like what no. just happened i was trying to explain this they don't care if we're happy or not after the episode well i know they just want to get us to watch the episode i know right but i almost feel like they did this strategically this one angela and her titties were on next Hello. one charlie is going to be on i thought you were gonna say chuck and his titties were gonna be on well don't talk don't talk <laughs> shit about my boy chuck i know don't you talk love, shit about you chuck, love chuck. Yes. Okay. But yes. I think it was a strategic 
Sure. Move. We got a lot. I think we got a lot. Oh my gosh. We watched it a few times. Oh yeah. And <laughs> it was good. It was good. It delivered. We learned some sad news. We learned some fun news. Yeah. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. talk about it. Okay. Let's take it. Let's talk about the opening, how everyone kind of streamed in, and then we'll go couple by couple. Okay. And let's not forget about Outfits, the segment, because this is where it started on the, the last se- tell-all. The segment that was just supposed to be for tell-alls somehow snuck its way into every episode this season. Somehow you use it too. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying I dislike it. I just I'm, thought it was going to be a special tell-all only segment. Well, it's not, but I'm going to ask you chime in. Okay. When I'm doing outfits this segment, tell me your opinion. Do chime you know, in. Do you know when you want to do it? Oh, yes. Let's talk about opening okay. and then I can just like insert outfits this segment. You know, that's like a, sure. an impromptu segment sure. I do. So let's, let's just talk about it. Let's start with Mike. He's in the hotel. He's getting ready. He says he hasn't seen Natalie in months, and he's just ready for the pain. Interesting. Not optimistic. Ready for the pain. Hasn't seen Natalie in months. I guess I'm not surprised. I wonder if they talked. They haven't seen each other, but have they communicated? That's my question. Very true. Yeah. I felt the same about this, and I have a lot to say about Natalie and Mike, actually, but let's get there. Okay. So then we see Jovi and Yara. They come in. They say, oh, we're having some struggles because... Jovi's not around to help with Mila. Kind of seems a little bit of manufactured drama. I don't know. He's away on the sub, right? That's his job. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he is away because he's partying. So it seems like, okay, we need a little bit of tension in this storyline. Let's say our struggle is Jovi yeah. not being there. Okay, then Kalani and Asuelu show up. And <laughs> Asuelu goes, Kalani doesn't want to move to Samoa because she doesn't respect my culture. That's the plot. It's the plot. That's the drama, yeah. But it's not what she said. I know. It's not what she said. So that's what he hears. It's not really the truth. Asuelu. Okay. Then Julia and Brandon come in. Julia goes, I want to stay far from the drama. Then you came to the wrong place, Julia. Yes. You're in the wrong place. This is only, this is a drama. This is all we want. This is a drama zone. Mm -hmm. This is it. I like it. Drama zone. This is a drama zone. It's not drama free. (laughs) This is only about drama. Okay, then Ronald and Michael, obviously at home, Skyping in. And then Natalie comes in alone. Okay, she came in alone last Mm tell-all. This tell-all, she comes in alone, obviously. A little nervous about what's in store because as she says, she's done fighting. Okay, we'll see. She's done fighting. Well, I think it's the time. Oh, here we go. It's the time to go over the outfits, the segment. Here we go. I should really work on my drum roll. Yes. Okay. All Guys, right. Everyone, I'm just doing this all on our everyone table. Calm down. Here we go. Outfits the segment. <laughs> I the feel segment like it needs a theme song. Everyone's been waiting for. Yes. All right. Let's start with Yara's dress. Are you ready? I loved it and I know you did too. Yeah. The only thing I didn't love was like it wasn't fitting her right on the shoulder and her boob. I kind of thought that was the design. Was it was supposed well, to be a little elevated off the well, shoulder? Well, it had these inserts that's supposed to... Shoulder pads. Yeah, shoulder pads, which I have on some shirts too. I get it. It's just on my shirts, you cannot tell. Okay. You could tell on hers, but I don't know if it was the material or whatever. Overall, I loved it. I loved the green. Green and blonde goes nicely together. Yeah, I thought this was the 2021 version of J-Lo's green dress. 
Oh, I know. I know that dress you're talking about. From the Grammy she wore. Yeah, classic J-Lo. Decades ago. Yeah, this was when I saw that green dress, I go, oh, it's J-Lo 2.0. Yeah. No, I liked it. I wish it fit a little better, but maybe it was your sitting. Right. Overall, Yara nailed it. Beautiful. Joby, he was just wearing a salmon button down. Yeah. Which I liked. It was nothing too special. Just pants, sneakers. He looked better on the last tell. Yeah. I would what say. I did not like about Joey. His hair. His hair. Yeah. Thank you. Like, what's up with that? Like, why are you like brushing it up? Like pointing was, all the way up? It was, yeah. Like, what is it? The 90s? Not the best. Not the best haircut. Not the best. And I have to say, I like Joey with like longer hair. Hmm. Interesting. I don't. You don't? But agree to disagree. I like him a little more clean cut. When he got off the airplane. That was pretty good. Ew. Better than I was like, this. get this guy to a barber. Better than what, what's no, going got, on now. He got one terrible haircut during this season where it was like disconnected from the side <laughs> and really long and then shaved on the side. I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on. He needs to find his right cut. Okay. Moving on. Julia's dress, right? Oh. I'm going to say this, right? I'm all for mustard yellow, but it wasn't like pure mustard yellow. But that <laughs> okay. is my thought, right? Yeah. Julia hates the farm. I hate the farm. No animals, no farm. Why are you wearing a farm dress, girlfriend? Hmm. I don't know if it was a farm dress, but... It looked very like Heidi, the little girl that lives in the mountains, takes care of the animals. Have yeah. you read the book? Yeah. No, I thought it was on the clearance rack at Party City. It definitely had <laughs> some sort of costume vibe to it. Right? Yeah. So I was almost feeling like, okay, you're portraying yourself as like, I hate the farm. Oh my God, I want to live at the farm, yeah. no animals. But yes. you're wearing something that if I lived at the farm, this is what I would be rocking while I'm taking care of all the animals. So you liked it? I did not. Okay. But it wasn't the worst. I didn't like it, but I didn't dis- necessarily dislike it. Okay, neutral on neutral. Julia's dress. Yes. I just didn't really see like why. Like why did you choose this dress? Okay. Moving on to her husband. Brandon. Short sleeve button down, get out of here. I mean, that's his signature. Get out of that's here. His signature top. Who has short sleeve button downs anymore? Forget that. My issue with his outfit was his sneakers because some oh, sneakers, I didn't see sneakers, some sneakers go with a nicer attire. Jovi was wearing sneakers, and mm-hmm. I think his sneakers went with his outfit. Brandon was wearing like running shoes. Oh, Brandon. With his outfit. Guys, if there are any guys listening, I'm going to give you an advice. Mm-hmm. You what, ready? Do you think the guys fast forward through outfits the segment? Oh, yeah. No. If you want to wear a short sleeve button down, do not. Wear a long sleeve button down and roll your sleeves oh, up. Okay. That's what's up. That's a fabulous mm-hmm. look. Can pair up with jeans, sneakers, looks good. No one's going to judge you. Short sleeve button down. It's like a uniform. Okay. Yeah, I can't argue that. Right? Okay. Michael. Michael yeah. and his bright African colors. Classic Michael. Classic yeah. style. He blends him with the chair because everything's orange. Mm. The chair is orange. Okay. Michael's orange. No separation. No separation. He just nicely blends in. I don't know if it's on purpose. Okay. But that's all I have to say about Michael's outfit. Okay. Let's move on to Natalie's dress. <laughs> is she aware that this is not her prom night? I think this is a dress we've seen before. And I don't know if we've Do seen it on so? camera or if she's taken photos in it. But I said, I've seen that dress before. It's a dress. You go to these little prom dress stores. Mm-hmm. You rent it and you return it the next day. Okay. Hopefully there's no puke on it from the prom night. 
That's how I felt about her dress. Okay. Or other bodily liquids. Yes. yes. Like Michael now knows. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is Natalie. Do you have anything to say about Natalie's dress? No, just that I feel like I've seen it before. Oh. I don't think it was the worst. I don't think it was the best. Moving on, Asuelo is wearing a Samoan pajamas. Classic. Classic Asuelo. Yeah. I would probably wear it to sleep in. Okay. Kalani was wearing old pink Kalani dress. looked like she was hiding behind a theater curtain. <laughs> that was my least favorite outfit. So that material has been popular lately. I've been oh. seeing dresses. I could not wear it because of what the it, feel velvet? and touch. Is it mm-hmm. velvet? Yeah. The fake velvet. I could not wear it because it would kill me. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm like weird. I feel like you also have to make sure it's all brushed the same way or it's yeah. going to look all whack. Okay. But I did like the color. This like powder pink. Okay. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Moving on, guys. This is a long segment. Sure Tiffany. is. Tiffany. Classic Tiffany. No shoulders. Show That's all it. I have to yeah. say. Yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad she owned it because if she had showed up to the tell-all with her shoulders covered. Uh, now I'm going to bring up my favorite dress. Of, oh. of this episode, of this tell-all. Yara's was not your favorite dress. No. Yara's was my second favorite. Are you talking about Big A? Oh, no. That oh. wasn't a dress. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else wore a dress. Libby. Oh. And her oh. leather dress. What? No. Leather all the way. I okay. loved it. Well, not on her. It well, did not look great on her. Because the way she was sitting, her body was coming out of like every different way. I feel like it just... Probably the fit wasn't right okay. for her. And I get it. Like sometimes I put some clothes on and it doesn't fit right. But the dress itself, I liked. I would you wear it. You liked the cut of it? Yes. but No. You liked the amount of leather per square inch that I was liked that the dress. cut. It was simple. It was black. I liked it. Okay. Again, she has big boobs and it was coming out. And okay. it was on the size that you probably don't want to. Mm-hmm. I would not be my issue. Okay. But mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it looked good. Okay. As a dress, I'm talking about outfits. Sure. Outfit is the segment. Sure. All right. I know. I know. Let's go. But. <laughs> Andre. I've never seen Teresa get more serious about this podcast than during <laughs> outfits, this segment. She's like looking at her notes, like crossing things off, making sure she covered everything. Okay. Andre, Andre classic blazer and pants, looking like a prep school student. Yeah. He looked, he looked respectable. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe I just did the fart sound, but it was just like. It's becoming a habit for you like, over there. Oh, like yeah. whatever. It's like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't fabulous. Like he looked. Right. Presentable. Right. Angela. Okay. Guys, I don't like red. I don't wear red because it doesn't look good on me. You guys can hate her. You guys can love her. She showed a lot of her on this episode, but she did look great. She did look good. That dress She did was look nice. good. It wasn't a dress. Eye-catching. It wasn't a dress. It was, was a jumpsuit. It? Oh, the jumpsuit looked good. Yeah, her new boobs, her body. Mm. She looked good. It looked good on her, so I'm just going to give her a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two tits out, two thumbs up. However, Skyla. Uh-oh. Skyla, what were you wearing? That was the Wish.com version of Yara's dress. Like a green dress. With the boob the, hole. With a boob hole, but... Those tiger straps from her bra showing up, just get nippies. Mm. Get mm. nippies, slap it in your nips. Okay. Nippies, that's what I call the nip covers that sure. you can buy on Amazon or anywhere. Don't show the bra stripes, especially if it's a tiger. Oh, the bra straps. Straps. Okay. Bra straps. Yeah. With the tiger design. Yes. 
Oh, Scala. Uh, all right. Learn from your mom. No, bro. That's, that's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do, girlfriend. Yeah. And I'm going to end this. Thank goodness. Come on. With <laughs> Sean Robinson looking fabulous as always. I didn't love the dress necessarily. Okay. Because there was some like see-through parts on the skirt, which I was kind of questioning. But I like the color. It went nice with her complexion. Okay. And I feel like I just finished outfits this segment for part one. Oof. Okay, well, let me summarize then my feelings of outfits the segment. Okay. If you could bear another second. Nothing outlandish, which is what I was happy about. Nothing outlandish. No one dressed as a restaurant magician. Shout out to Andrew. <laughs> right? Everyone was appropriately clothed. Yes. I mean, Brandon looked like the guy who just looked at my car tires and told me I need all four. Brandon did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the uniform. Yeah. I'm saying it wasn't spectacular. It wasn't shameful. It was a lot of people were just right there yeah. in the middle. But I had, to, I had to do this. This is my segment. Alpha's the segment. Sure. I understand. I was looking Oof. all season. It took a lot out of this. me. Moving right. on. Let's well, move let's on. move on. Let's move on because everyone is there except Angela. Okay, a producer comes in. They're all in the green room. A producer comes in. It's like, it's showtime. Let's head to set. And everyone is there except Big Tit Ange. Well, not everyone. Everyone except BTA. And then they were like, oh, yeah, Mike's not here either. Here we go. <laughs> but here no one go. really cared. He was the afterthought. Everyone goes, where's Big Tit Ange? Where's BTA? You know? Oh, yeah, Mike's not here either. But like, where's, where's Ange? Well, someone said, oh, is she trying to make an entrance? Right. Well, Mike waddles in. He sits down. Everyone sits down, except Angela. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, who's that? Who's that skinny blonde thing coming down the hallway? She totally knows how to make an entrance, fashionably late, strutting in. She goes, here I come, bitches. Hold your husbands. Ooh, it's once again Big Tit Angie. Oh, BTA is in the building. <laughs> yeah. She goes up to the camera to show Michael her breasts. She's just like, you want some? You want some of this? And Michael goes, I can't wait to feel it. <laughs> She's doing this catwalk and yeah. all the cast members are just like stunned. Just strutting like, wow, around. Angela, wow. Well, she lost 20 more pounds. She hit her goal weight. 106. 106. I mean, good for her. Yeah, she's looking very good. She's got those heavies. She's got mm -hmm. those heavy breasts now. She's looking, like the 90-day queen. Yeah. See you later, Larissa. Larissa who? BTA is in mm -hmm. the building. Yeah. With the very pullable breasts. She's got the heavies. And she goes over to Mike. And she's like, I hear you're single now. Well, Michael is watching. Oh, such a hypocrite. Classic such Angela. Such a hypocrite. But her, Michael, actually yeah. says, oh, she looks sweet and sexy. Neither. Sweet and sexy. I'm going to go with neither, Michael. Listen, I can get the sexy because she did look different. Yeah. Different. Listen, she's 50-something years old. Mm -hmm. You can look sexy at 56. Yeah. I don't know that this was sexy. She looks better. She definitely looked better. I don't know if she looks Well, she was going for a sexy. If she wasn't, she'll be wearing jeans and t-shirt. So. Yeah. But sweet. <laughs> All I was going to say is just like, Michael. Wait for it. Just you <laughs> wait. All right. Well, let's get into it. There's a lot to cover. We go around the horn, check in with everyone. It's what you'd expect until we get to Mike and Natalie. So let's start with Mike and Natalie. Let's do this. Ooh, I have a lot to say. All right. 
Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let's do it. So, Sean, she starts off with a question, asks, what's the status of the relationship right now? And Mike says, I wouldn't say there is a relationship right now, except maybe on paper. And then Natalie says, there is no relationship. And after this statement, everything that's going to come out of her mouth is going to piss me off. Okay. But let's talk about it. Okay. Well, she says, we're not together. I left. I got the fuck out of the wood. Mm-hmm. I left. I'm now in Florida. I'm in Florida. No wood there. And then there is a, this new hate relationship I didn't know about when Julia speaks up and says, get her ass back to Ukraine. Back her ass back in Ukraine? Get her ass back to Ukraine. <sighs> Thank you for the subtitles first and foremost. Because oh, for sure. this is going to be a struggle. This is going to be an ongoing struggle trying to understand Julia. But at first I think she was questioning, oh, is she back in Ukraine? Because I think she said, back her ass back in Ukraine. Did she say back? I think she I was she questioning. Said, get her ass back nah, to it Ukraine. Was a, it was a question. Oh. And then we learned she's in Florida. Because that's when Natalie tells Sean, no, I moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. And then Julia goes, why didn't she go back to her own country? And she dropped the F-bomb during this. Yes, I'm trying to censor it. Okay? Ooh, I'm trying yeah. to censor it. So Mike says, yeah, I, don't, I didn't know what she's doing down there. I don't know who she's staying with. And so Sean asks for some clarification and natalie goes well mike has all these responsibilities he just never has any time for me and tiffany asks okay how'd you keep up the relationship before you moved to the states then if mike has all these responsibilities and natalie says before mike was just a guy just a michael but now he's the boss of the company so he has big responsibilities all right correct me if i'm wrong but wouldn't you Guys, be happy if your significant other was doing great at work and was able to take care of you and everything else because you could not work. Yeah. I'm obviously rooting for myself, but I'm so rooting for you. I love what you do. I always support you. I'm always there for you. Yeah. Right? You want no me, matter what. You don't want me just to be a John. I don't want you just to be a John because I know your potential yeah. and I know you can be much more than just a John. I think You've never been just a John. It's but. a definite check in the pro column that he is as natalie says a boss and it's not a negative it is it's a positive it's a positive thing even if he's a boss a manager whatever it's a good thing that he's going up the ladder especially when you're not working so what we learn is mike says yeah COVID hit i lost all my employees so i run the company now okay mike i checked the website he works at white cap which is a construction supply mm-hmm. company. He's the branch manager it's fine. of his store. I'm not shading him at all. But when he's like, yeah, I run the company, it makes him sound like he's CEO. Listen, if you ask Michael Scott, he would probably say I run the company. No, if you ask Dwight, he would say <laughs> I'm assistant manager. <gasps> Michael is, he's the branch manager. And again, it's great. Yeah. It's a great position. It's the top of your store. So he is running the store. He's running his store. There's stores all over the country. It may even be international. But when he's like, yeah, you know, I run the company. No, you don't. I don't think. At least the website said branch manager of the Squim Mm -hmm. or the Seattle store. Didn't say he's the CEO of Whitecap. Okay. It's two very different things. I just wanted to clarify. Either way, Natalie is not excited about it. She says she came to America as a confident girl, but after being here, she became so depressed, she went on antidepressants. 
antidepressants. And yeah. my girl's like, what? <laughs> on what? She's like, antidepressants. I'm on antidepressants. I had to go on antidepressants. I Literally, love girlfriend. the way she said it. Antidepressants. Is it the presents? <laughs> like croissants. She said she gained 20 pounds. And when she was saying antidepressants, I heard croissants and the whole <laughs> weight gain made sense. And I was getting very hungry. Antidepressants. Antidepressants. Sounds like a delicious breakfast treat. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sounds like what Darcy and Stacy had to eat that morning with Florian and Georgie. Antidepressants. Antidepressants. Yeah. I, I would probably, pounds. it sounds like a drink to me. Oh. Something like, oh my gosh, it's Friday, finish the work week. I'm going to have some antidepressants, please. Oh, yeah. I can see like this like fancy, fancy drink, a little bit of champagne. <laughs> you know, something fancy that's going to just take your mind off of everything. Yeah. Well, alcohol is a depressant, so it's not an antidepressant. <laughs> so just be careful with that when you're self-medicating. So Natalie goes, I have my rights. I have my rights to move. I moved to Florida. I have my right to move even to the moon. Good luck with that, Nally. I think Mike would like that. She'd be mm. like an alien if she <laughs> lived on the moon. I think Mike would be very happy about that. So Sean asks if Mike has been seeing anyone now that Natalie's left. And Mike just gives a no. Very simple mm -hmm. no. So she asks, Natalie, have you been with anyone? And she just shakes her head and says no. Well, Sean goes, you haven't been hanging out with anyone? And Natalie goes, just with girl. Which is sort of what we've all speculated with Juliana. But she says, just with girl. All of a sudden, Jovi pipes up and goes, well, who's the guy you were with in New Orleans? Wasn't Mike. And Yara was like, Jovi. Did you hear it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Savage move. And, and Natalie. Her response was so good. What makes you think he's not gay? For example. Oh, Natalie. I just love the for example part. What makes you say he's not my brother, for example. Oh, Natalie. Oh, <laughs> Natasha. Jovi, he didn't look gay to me. And Jovi goes, yeah, I met Natalie with Yara in New Orleans for dinner, and Natalie brought a friend. Because she didn't want to be a third wheel. <sighs> well, she, yeah, she didn't want to be alone. So she met, she met this guy at a Russian community style. Mm -hmm. So she wouldn't be alone. Poor Mike. Looked like someone killed his pet rat. Mm -hmm. He was just <laughs> pouting over there by himself. And apparently Yara asked if they were together when they all went out for dinner. And Natalie didn't give a clear answer. Oh, Natalie. She just kind of hummed and scratched her head. And, and like Natalie's yes no. just like laughing about all this. It's like weird laugh. And we all know that she doesn't know when to laugh. Right. And she loves at the wrong times. Awkward laughs. So I think this is her awkward love that she doesn't know what else to do. No, she did not defend it even there in that moment. She goes, what makes you think he's not gay, for example? It's like, why wouldn't you just say he's gay? If he was gay, just mm -hmm. say he's gay, right? But there is another fellow Eastern European who doesn't give a shit about Natalie. And it's Julia mm -hmm. with her statement. You're two-faced, Natalie. How like, you live? Wow. How you live right now? You're not working. You not have money. And pay for your stuff, Nat Natalie. Yeah, answer it. Answer it, Natalie. Answer it. She won't answer it though. And this is where I get pissed off because even before we learned what happened, Natalie looks at Mike and starts like laughing mm -hmm. and says, "Mike, you want to answer?" And Mike basically, does want to answer. And literally, what Mike said, I changed my mind about Natalie in a second. 
Oh yeah, I've always I, I, been way more team Mike than team. Oh, Natalie. me too. But I there were moments that I was like, you know what? Maybe she deserves more attention. Maybe she should. She's misunderstood. After what Mike said, I was like, oh, she needs to leave. She needs to go. Mike needs to move on because apparently we learned that Natalie moved out of Squim. She moved to Florida. But hey, she's still paying with Mike's credit cards mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. She's oh yeah, my gosh, still living off Mike. And Mike goes, "Well, I'm gonna deactivate the card mm-hmm. today." And the worst part actually is coming out now. When yeah. Natalie was really bummed about it that mm-hmm. he's going to deactivate a card, she's crying. She doesn't understand, and she said, "If you think you can find better woman than me." Then, then do it. I'll, I'll be happy for you. I'll pray for you. What are you talking about? You left Natalie. Literally. And this is where I got so pissed. I yelled at the TV, guys. John yeah. can vouch for it. I was like, all right, so you leave him, which is fine. You guys didn't work together. You moved to Florida, which is fine. You do you. Mm-hmm. But you're still using his credit card. And when he says that he wants to cut you off and get a divorce, which is very obvious because you left him, you're pissed. And you say you're crying and you say he like, oh my gosh, how can he do this to me? But if he wants to find a better woman than me, go for it. You left him. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but I had to get it out. I had to get off my chest. So Jovi goes, I would have filed for divorce a long time ago. I I would have filed for a divorce a long time ago. Yeah. And Mike says, well, I do plan on filing for a divorce. Good. But regardless... Mike is still going to be responsible for her financially, mm-hmm. right? For 10 years or until she becomes a citizen, mm-hmm. he's responsible. So you can take the card back. You can cancel the card. You're still responsible financially, Mike. She made one statement that I was kind of like, mm, I guess. She said, oh, if I was with him for a green card, mm-hmm. I would just wait to get the green card. I would not leave him now, which is probably true. Yeah, but she's not making a clean break. No. She's not ending it. She's not. She wasn't the one true. filing divorce. So she was almost saying, I'm going to try to ride this out long mm-hmm. enough to get my green card, but I got to ride it out in Florida. I'm not going to last if I stay in Washington. Mm-hmm. So that's how far she got away. So she could run the clock out till she could get the green card and then hopefully divorce him. Otherwise, why not divorce him when you move to Florida? That's true. Well, she still needs him for your money. It's a, it's a very complicated situation. It's very, but it pissed me off. So they go to the green room, they take a break, and Mike's telling everyone, yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to file for a divorce. And Julia goes, you're such a nice guy, Mike. You need someone to drink beer with you and cook meat with you. And Angela comes in. Classic mm. Angela. Sits down next to him, puts her legs on him, hitting on him so hard. And she can't cook for you, Mike, but she can make a mean Grape jelly smoothie. If oh, you're she into, sure can. If you're into that sort of thing. But <laughs> can you imagine if Michael was Michael, her Mike, Angela's Michael, was putting his legs on Julia? Oh, my gosh. That would be it. He, that would first be of all, it. he would finish in less than two minutes. But <laughs> Angela would finish him. Oh, my gosh. I can't even see. Well, there she I is. I would watch it, but. There she is, just, you know, getting her legs rubbed by Mike. She's so confident. And it's funny. She was very confident before. So her new body just like oh. boosted up her confidence like a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's feeling herself. Okay. Let's jump to a little bit later because 
in the sequence of this show, we go to another couple, but let's keep Mike mm-hmm. and Natalie all as one. So we're going to jump to a little bit later in the episode where Sean brings Punkasaurus in. Mother Trish <laughs> makes her grand entrance. Yeah, I didn't even add Trish to Outfits the Segment because there is Ugh. nothing new to add. You don't want to put a stain on Outfits the Segment. <laughs> <laughs> her blue nails. Oh. That's interesting. What's going on there? Trish trying to be a little cool. Uh-oh. But otherwise, classic Trish. Mm-hmm. Too bad she's not rocking her signature scarf that she oh, makes. Yeah. She, she should have. She should have came out and gave everyone sitting there a scarf oh, except yeah. Natalie. Oh, my gosh. All my friends love burn, my scarves, burn. <laughs> She should have. Yeah. So she comes out, Natalie looking a little nervous, giving that death stare of hers. Mm-hmm. And Sean starts in with, so Mike said he's going to file for divorce. And Trish goes, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I used to say I was almost perfect. Now I can finally say I'm perfect. <laughs> and then Trish just goes, first of all, I think Natalie is lying to you guys about everything. It's all about her. She doesn't like his ranch. And who <laughs> who wouldn't just adore that ranch with the blue lagoon and boat jangles swimming in it? Who wouldn't love that? She can't say she loves him. She doesn't love his ranch. And now she runs off. And Natalie just like looks at Trisha and says, God bless you, okay? <laughs> well, so dismissive. What? Wait, wait, what? Yeah, you don't want to address any of the statements she just made? You just want to bless her? Also, correct me if I'm wrong. Why do they call it a ranch? Thank you. That was my that was my biggest issue with So that. when I when I picture a ranch, right? Mm-hmm. I picture a big house surrounded by land and a lot of animals. Yes. Right? Even I would even say Betty's and Ron's house is a ranch yes. over Mike's. Absolutely. Mike, all he has is a Bojangles, a trailer home, and a blue lagoon with some fish. Yeah. And I don't want to be rude because I do think Bojangles is an animal, but <laughs> a ranch, you need livestock on it. Yes. For it to be a ranch, you, livestock. needs livestock. Brandon and grew up on a ranch. No, his is a nothing. farm. His is a farm. Well, yes. A ranch is usually working animals mm-hmm. and livestock, right? That's a ranch. Mike lives on a couple acres in a house of horrors. It is <laughs> not a ranch at all, Trish. And there's no livestock at all. Go back, eat another stick of butter, Trish. <laughs> Don't think you're all there. But here we go. Sean brings up the moment we have waited almost an entire season for. She brings up the hooker comment. The hooker. They (laughs) roll the clip of them in the kitchen where Natalie says, oh, your mom called me hooker. And Mike denies. They're watching the playback. Trish watching poker face strong. You know, she's just going to deny, deny, deny. Clip comes to an end. And Sean asks Natalie if she still believes Trish called her a hooker. And Natalie says, I hear it. I swear I heard it. Trish just comes out and says, I never said it. I never called you a hooker. It's just another one of your lies. Oh, Trish. So there it is. We we heard some rumors that there may have been footage of Natalie actually having this altercation with Trish. Oh, really? There was rumors on Reddit that there was footage of this. We didn't see it here. Trish denied it. Natalie still believes it. Okay, do you think, and I know I, know I asked you several times, but do you believe she called her a hooker? No, I never did. I told you 
way back when. Maybe a hussy. Maybe she would say, a oh, hussy? You're, you're a hussy. It's, it's the version of hooker that a woman with Trisha's hair would use. She would say, hussy. I'm not even going to ask about the details, but okay. No, I don't think she ever said it. It doesn't make any sense. You know why? I, I At some point, I did think she said it. Why I don't think she said it is because she clearly hates Natalie. So if she did say it, I feel like she would just be like, yeah, I called you hooker because that's who you are. Right. She's. So he, I feel like she would own up to it. Because honestly, calling someone a hooker, it's kind of hilarious. Right. There's a lot it's of not worse that bad. things. Yeah. It's not that bad. It, she could have called her way worse and she didn't. So I almost feel like she would just come clean and say, yeah, I called you a hooker. So what? There's another reason I think it's made up. And we'll get to that in a second. But before that, Trish just goes, it's another one of your lies. You lied about loving Mike. This is just another one of them. You just wanted to get to America. And Mike goes, no, no. In the beginning, it was real, mom. Mom, in the beginning, she likes me. Like trying to defend that. No, someone actually would like me, mom. How dare you? But Trish said, oh, she never loved you. How many times you go over there and come back and say it was a horrible trip? And Mike goes, thanks, mom. <laughs> it, it wasn't horrible. Uh, mom, I never said it was horrible. We did have some issues, but it wasn't horrible. And Natalie goes, I found naked boobs on his phone two hours after he proposed to me. Did you hear Astro goes like, boobs? Boobs? <laughs> Trish goes, what are you doing snooping in his phone? And apparently Natalie was going to take a photo with his phone Went to his deleted files and found these photos. And Natalie goes, it's true. I went to delete. And the first thing I see is this lady one week before he arrived. And it was a lot of pictures of this woman. Very naked. Very naked. She didn't have on any clothes. Thank you for the description, Natalie. That's very yeah. descriptive. Well, we learned, and Julia was kind of interested in this too. Like, wait, wait, wait a naked lady? Yeah. We learned that it was Mike's ex who was trying to get back with him? Which makes some sense. Oh, it does. So just clear your trash, Mike. <laughs> all right. If someone's trying to get back with someone, mm -hmm. don't you need to like talk instead of sending nudes? Well, I'm I don't sure, know. I'm it's, sure there was that too. I've never been in such a situation. Oh, it's so like, I can't you, tell, but. Don't you miss these? Don't you? But you maybe send one photo to be like, okay, don't you miss these boobies and mm -hmm. just. Leave it up to the imagination. Why would you say like 15? Let's be honest. I'm sure Mike and her were having phone sex. Oh, for sure. Okay. For and sure. He tried to delete the evidence and either he forgot to clear his trash or he just wasn't totally over his ex well, and wanted I, to keep it for later. I never cleared my trash either on my phone. Oh, it, I always do. It gets deleted after 30 days anyway, so I oh, just leave it there. Mm -hmm. Oh, Well, this was a week, <laughs> so maybe Mike's got the same setup. This Burn. Was a week. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Automatic schedule deletes, screwing you over, Mike. <laughs> but Yara chimes in once again, totally here to stir things up, and she's telling Trish she's too involved. Punkasaurus is too involved in Mike's life. And she tries to make this comparison to Gwen saying, oh, well, my mother-in-law is not overly involved. It's like, huh? Gwen is super involved. And we love Gwen, but she's super involved but in your life. she doesn't baby Joby and hate on Yara. No, like but she's, she's fair. She's still going on vacation with you, Because Yara. they wanted her to go. Right. Whether you want her or you don't, Yara's like, you're a little too involved in Mike's life, Trish. Meanwhile... You really couldn't get by, Yara, without 
Mother Gwen's well, help. I think Mother Gwen is involved in their lives. However, Pankosaurus is involved in Mike's life. Like, yeah. Let's let's be honest. I think your mom is to a certain level involved in our lives, but yeah. she talks to both of us. She right. doesn't just talk to you about whatever we do and then once in a while says something in front of me and I'm what do you call it? Blindsided? Yeah. No, she talks to both of us. Sure. And I think that's Gwen. But Pankosaurus is just Mike. She Mike is her baby. I know what you're saying. I just think it's a little hypocritical of Yara the way she said it made it seems like, oh, Gwen's not involved in our life at all. I get what she was saying. I literally, I think she was trying to say what I just said. It just didn't come across the right way. Maybe. Well, then finally, Angela pipes up because I was waiting for her to pipe up. She was very quiet this whole time. Very quiet. Right? For Angela. Well, it's because those those big boobies, those heavy breasts are weighing on her. It's Mm. hard to breathe. She only has so much oxygen, right? So she's got to pick and choose her, her moments. Well, those boobies are gone. She's got, some, she's got some big ones again. Yeah, but smaller than before. I but think maybe, she's yeah. in the best shape of her life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she finally pipes up and she goes, I'm sick of hearing you be the victim, man. If you don't like Mike, take your ass home. If you don't love him, go the fuck home. Yes, the, here goes the Ooh. classic big to Angie. And then Julia, she pipes up. If you divorce, you go back to Ukraine, yes? You're going to get your ass out of here, yes? <laughs> and Natalie goes, Probably. Probably. Well, not, not good enough for Julia, a probably. Because Natalie disrespects the K-1 visa, and I do agree with this, because I feel the same as a foreigner, as an immigrant. I totally understand where Julia is coming from. Yes. We've never been on the K-1 visa, so I don't know how hard it is to get it. However, we've been through the green card process. Mm-hmm. That is very difficult. It's very difficult. You have to prove a lot. You have to really prove them that you're a real couple. You have to prove it to someone who doesn't know you and who's only going to judge you based on what's on the paper, right? Right. So for people who fake this or do it for the wrong reasons, that's BS. Yeah. If you're going to come on a love visa, you should be in love. Exactly. It's like if you came on a artist's visa or mm-hmm. creative visa. What do you call it? Talent visa? Yeah, I think it's called artist visa. I'm and not sure. And you stopped doing your art, you'd yeah. probably have to go home. Yeah, same thing for work visa. Right. If you, you get your work visa for your specific field. So let's say if you are a, I don't know, computer programmer and you decide in the middle, you're like, mm, I'm going to become a farmer. Your visa is going to get canceled because that's not what you got your visa for. Exactly. You got your visa to come here and be with yeah. Mike. And so yeah. you should go home if you're not with Mike. Totally. I'm, yeah. I totally get it. I'm totally pro whatever Julia was trying to say. And I think that's <laughs> I think that's what it is. I don't think she hates or has any animosity towards Natalie personally. Mm-hmm. I think she doesn't like the way Natalie's trying to yeah. use the system. So they go to break and Natalie goes up to Trish and Trish goes, you just scam. You scam, Natalie. I don't blame you for wanting to better yourself, but you shouldn't have used Michael. Trish goes, you're not even strong enough to tell your mom that you're not together. You even lied and said Bojangles stole your jewelry. What? Wait, what? Natalie goes, Bo didn't steal my jewelry? And Trish goes, you pawned them. (laughs) And then Natalie goes, this is why we fight. One way, you call me a hooker. Another way, you tell me I pawned the jewelry. And Trish goes, I didn't call you a hooker. And Natalie goes, Okay, but Bo stole my jewelry. And right there, 
right there. I think that's admission that Trish really didn't call mm. her a hooker because Trish goes, I didn't call you a hooker. And Natalie goes, okay, but Bo stole my jewelry. So she's basically saying, nah, you're right. I'll give you that. But here's what I do believe. I do believe Bo stole my jewelry. Oh, I can totally see her making shit up. I can totally see her doing all this. And right. I also think that if she had any jewelry, I can see her pounding the jewelry to get money because all the income she has is from Mike. That's a good point. So I think it was a very telling moment right there. She didn't double down on the hooker comment, but she did double down mm-hmm. on Bo stealing the jewelry. So I, I think doubt, I doubt it. I don't even think Bo would go there. I mean, Bo does seem like a man that wears a lot of jewelry. Yes, but she would see it on him. I don't That's think he would too. steal it and pawn it. Yeah, but, he mm, would steal it and wear it. Maybe, maybe. Either way, thought it was a big moment. Oh, yeah. They didn't make a big deal out of it, but the fact that she was just like, I didn't call you a hooker. Okay, but he did steal my jewelry. It was like, oh, all right, so you're giving up that argument, I guess. Finally, you're giving up the she called me a hooker like, Even during the show, she goes like, okay, oh, I don't know, but I, I heard it. Right. It's almost like saying like, mm, okay, still trying to fight her fight. She didn't say, yes, you called it. I was there. She was like, mm, I don't know, but I heard it. Right. Like but she basically like doubling down on this. Trish says, I didn't call her a hooker in the past, but I'd call her something today. Ooh. And I believe that. Oh, yeah. yeah she wouldn't have no shame in that. No shame at all. Trish just wants Mike to find a good old girl. One that wants to live on the ranch. Okay, stop calling it a ranch, Trish. (laughs) Stop calling it a ranch. Just find a good old girl to live on the ranch. Natalie goes to the green room and FaceTimes her mom, Mm -hmm. Nelia. And this is another interesting moment because she says, I need support. I feel horrible. She tells her mom she hasn't been living with Mike for a few months but she doesn't tell the whole story. She doesn't say she's the one Mm-mm. who left and moved to yeah. Florida. She basically tells mom that Mike, is, Mike wants to divorce me. Right. Why Why would he want to divorce you, Natalie? Maybe because you moved to Florida? Because you're not there for him at all? Because you pawned the jewelry? Yeah. Accusing Bojangles? It's crazy. I mean, right there. It's so obvious that Natalie is the liar or at least the mm-hmm. manipulator because she's not being honest with her mom, Mm-mm. right? It's not the whole story. Yeah. You haven't lived with each other for a few months. Why? That's the real thing you should be telling Nelia. Mm-hmm. Nelia rocking those house of 11 sunglasses, <laughs> looking sharp Nelia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Natalie says, going to find a lawyer. Me and Mike are done. Meaning I'm going to find a lawyer to fight it so I can stay in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That was a lot. That's Mike and Natalie. That was a lot. It pissed me off. And who knows, maybe in part two, there will be some magical discovery of this clip of Trish calling Natalie a hooker. Let's see. I doubt it. I feel like we have a lot to cover in part two. Yeah, we sure do. Okay. Before that, let's keep going with this. We got Tiffany and Ronald up next. (laughs) So Sean starts in with Tiffany and Ronald asks what happened after Ronald saw you were packing your bags and Tiffany says well he realized I was serious and he changed his tune and he apologized for his behavior so we learn Tiffany ended up staying in South Africa for four months Mm -hmm. with the kids and I don't know if 
we saw that entirety of four months or we saw a portion of it, but she ended up staying for four months. She got back in March. I think we might have seen a couple of weeks because she went there in December and she said, oh, well, I came oh, back yeah. in March, which means four months as she actually said herself. December, so, January, February, March. December, January, February. Yeah. So that, that makes, makes sense. sense. So yeah. we saw a month yeah. of the trip. But it's funny when she said, oh, something clicked with Ronald. As we can see during this whole segment of theirs, it was a different Ronald. Slightly, slightly different. Was he? Slightly different. Was he? Because... My next note was he wastes no time getting misogynistic. Oh, no, no. He is going to drop some horrible comments, but he keeps apologizing. Yeah, and this yeah. is not the Ronald we know. Well, he goes, my relationship is a lot like Michael and Angela's. Tiffany's the boss. I'm always wrong. I'm always a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. But then classic Ronald goes, but a woman is a woman. A woman is not a man. A woman cannot take the role of a man. And that's what Tiffany does. Ugh, fuck of Ronald. Oh, see, not really. It's the same old Ronald, I oh, would say. It is. Same it Ronald. Is, Just a couple more sorry sprinkled into it. That was my point. I still don't like Ronald. I still think he is misogynist. I still think he lives in the very wrong century. Mm-hmm. You should probably wake up and realize where he lives. Yeah. Especially if you want to come and live in America. I don't know about South Africa. I've never been. I don't know the culture. But here, people should treat each other equally yeah, in a partnership. Everyone should, no yeah, matter where work, you live. Yeah. Help each other out. Be yeah. a partner. Pull your weight. Him wanting to be above Tiffany is just wrong. Yeah. But that's Ronald. So Tiffany says, Ronald just throws everything in my face. Every time I try to help Ronald, he uses it against me. And she says, I'm raising the kids alone because that's what's best for everyone. Mm -hmm. Which, again, is not a great thing to say, Tiffany. It's the children's father. and One of them. Right. One of them. He should have a role in their life. And to say, I'm raising the kids alone because that's what's best for them. Imagine if you said that. Oh, I'm raising the kids alone because that's what's best. I was like, what? Screw you. Screw you. Are you kidding? You're what's best for the kids. Okay. So I see both sides of this story. Hmm. Neither of them are angels. Well, and there's also, we'll get that later, but even the moms admit it. Well, and no, and both of them does. are not. One, yeah. So Ronald goes, Tiffany is the reason I'm not in the States. She didn't file the papers. Hmm. Well, it's partial. Maybe that's true. It's the reason the process hasn't begun. No one's saying you would automatically get in, Ronald. But yeah, she hasn't filed the papers yet, and Tiffany kind of makes it seem like she hasn't filed because she's been away for the tell-all. Because she's like, well, I'm here. I'm and she said, I'm I just here. came back. I mean, it kind of makes sense, I guess. It's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Unless it's ready, then it takes time to file all this. Right. So then Yara chimes in and says, you're playing this independent woman, Tiffany. Maybe you need to relax and show him you're weak, and he'll step up and do stuff. Ooh. I don't know how I feel about this. Sounds like Yara's been talking to Ronald's uncle because <laughs> that's terrible advice. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, show him you're weak. Why does she have to pretend she's weak? Why can't she be strong and he be strong mm-hmm. and you just be a power couple mm-hmm. and everyone's strong? Exactly. It's terrible advice. But Tiffany goes, well, I want Ronald in the States. Ronald goes, bullshit. No. And Tiffany goes, I suggest you watch yourself, Ronald. 
To which she adds an eye roll. And Ronald goes, roll your eyes at me one more time, Tiffany. I dare you. That relationship looks like oh, so much so much fun and love. So fun. So uh, enjoyable to be. It's so toxic and so aggressive. It's so crazy. Toxic. It's scary. Mm-hmm. I said last episode, the finale, it was scary how aggressive Ronald mm-hmm. was getting. And I would have been scared for Tiffany if production wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I still feel that intensity when he's on a TV screen. Yeah. And he's daring. Mm-hmm. Tiff, I dare you. Roll your eyes. I dare for you. For sure. Again, imagine me talking to you like that. Oh, yeah. I would not be here. No. It's I would so, not be here. so disturbing. I'm genuinely surprised they're still together. At least during the tell I mean, they have a kid. That's the only thing that I could see that would keep them together is yes, this child. Yes, but you have a kid, you live in different continents, and you have a very toxic relationship. Yeah. I don't think that's the best for a kid either. And that's Tiffany, just my opinion. And Tiffany doesn't either. And she goes, well, I'm raising the kids as a single mom. It's what's best. So, yeah. Well, then why not divorce him? Because you clearly don't think mm-hmm. he's providing anything yeah. to the relationship or to the parenting but then Sean brings up the fight that happened after Ronald's uncle's therapy session. So we flash back to the fight footage, the last blow up. And every time I see the smile sticker on the door of the kill room, <laughs> it always gets me. It's like, this is the scariest thing I've seen since Saw. And it's just a smile on it, which makes it even scarier. I totally agree with you. So we see all that and we cut back. And Ronald, yes, this is, I think, what you're saying. He admits he treated Tiffany wrong, mm-hmm. right? But then, again, quick to do the 180 and say, well, let Tiffany tell you why I bursted mm-hmm. when I came walking in. Let Tiffany tell you why I did what I did when she was laughing. Because when I came back to her, she was sitting with a bottle of Bacardi that she brought from the car because she was going to stay there by the hotel with the cameraman. What? Sean's like, wait a minute. You think she's doing what? She's, she's wow. doing well. Ronald goes, the whole time we were filming, she and this guy, way too friendly with each other. Tiffany goes, he's just jealous of the camera guy. I don't know why. And the way Tiffany said that made me think, oh, this is an argument they've had before. Like, this wasn't news to her. She didn't go, wait, what are you talking What, me and the camera guy? She goes, he's just jealous of the mm-hmm. camera guy. I don't know why. So clearly there's something there. Yeah, I don't think Ronald would keep anything like this to himself. No. If that was going on. No. But also, I can see how Tiffany, if she's like arguing with Ronald all the time, they yell at each other, they have a toxic relationship, and there is someone, maybe he was on the American crew, she can talk to, she That's connected with. Maybe he was just a friend. I feel like it's possible that guys and girls can be friends. Sure. Unless it crosses certain lines. But Tiffany made it sound like, no, like I, I was just talking to him. Ronald's just jealous. And I can see how someone like Ronald would be jealous of a freaking supermarket clerk. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm with you. If you're in a foreign country and you find some friendship mm-hmm. in a crew member, yeah, I think you need that. Especially when your relationship is so toxic mm-hmm. and you might not feel safe. Well, yeah, it's nice to oh, have yeah, someone for sure. to talk to. Someone who you feel like has my back. So that drama doesn't really go anywhere. It is what it is. Tiffany says, yeah, he was nice to me. I had a friend in him. So then Sean brings in both the moms, Mm -hmm. Maggie and Haria. And Sean is like, do either of you think Ronald and Tiffany are a good match? (laughs) Oh, Rhea. Rhea goes, oh, yes. 
If they divorce, it'll be like losing a child. She's part of me already. She's part of us. I love you. I would hate to see you Big leave. boss. Yeah, big <laughs> boss. Leave. <laughs> Was she reading cue cards? I think Ronald scripted this for Rhea and said, like, Mom, you got to read this. Guilt Stephanie into not divorcing what me, please. What the fuck, Mom? Did you not practice? I told you, memorize your lines. Memorize your <laughs> lines, Mom. Why are you, what are you reading? Yeah. I literally died laughing when she was saying, <laughs> I would hate to I see you. I would have to see you. Leave. leave. It's like next page on the <laughs> iPad. You're yeah. like, like yeah, leave. Turn, turn, turn the cue card. Yeah. Hysterical. And there was a couple pauses in her whole little monologue that I was like, Wait, she's totally like scrolling on her mm-hmm. phone right now. I get it. Right, your nose if you're nervous, but, <sighs> but. <laughs> Come on, you got to commit some things to memory, Rhea. Meanwhile, Tiffany's bawling her eyes out. Mm. Tiffany was buying it hook, line, and sinker, I think. She just goes, I'm so annoyed. On one side, he does cherish and love me. But on the other, he treats me like someone who would go behind his back and flirt with a cameraman. And Ronald just says, I love my wife. I don't want her to be friendlier with another man mm-hmm. than me. And that's why I said, yes, Ronald is still Ronald. I still don't like him. He still says things that are very inappropriate. But he kept apologizing during his segment of being rude and saying things. Yeah. He kept dropping the, I'm sorry. I love my wife. I'm sorry. Was, I'm I was sorry. too much. It was, I'm sorry, but. Yeah. Which is not an apology. Well, I guess you're right. I'm sorry, but. You're right. I don't buy that. Ugh, I don't buy it either. Now when I'm thinking <laughs> about it again. It. Good. And again, I'm not Team Tiffany. I'm just saying I don't think Ronald really made this 180. I just think that they just don't belong together. And I get Definitely it. They have not. they have a child, which makes it difficult. But Tiffany said it herself. If they didn't have a child, she probably would have divorced him already. Here comes the answer. Yeah, they're such different people. And Tiffany doesn't have the want or the ability to be with someone like Ronald, a recovering addict who's going to go through some trials and tribulations. She doesn't have it in her Mm -hmm. to be with him every step of the way. So I just don't see it happening. And again, they have a child. You want both parents to be involved in their children's lives, but not if it's toxic, not if it's threats. Oh, I dare you to do that again. That's not good for a child. Or like Ronald's trying to kidnap the kids. Yeah. Smile. (laughs) (laughs) So then uh, Maggie chimes in and says, neither of them are perfect. But a lot of their fighting is because Ronald is so hard-headed. I don't like what my daughter goes through. I don't like her suffering. So you just have this dichotomy between Rhea, who's like, oh, I love them. (laughs) My family already. And Maggie just like, Ronald's so Mm hard-headed. Well, Tiffany didn't write a script for Maggie. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Maggie went off the dome on that one, and that's what you get. You get the truth. So then Sean asks, if they didn't have kids, would they be divorced? And Tiffany says, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the final question is, well, is there still love? Is there still love? And Tiffany says, yes. That's why we're together. And Ron- Ronald says, we love each other. And believe me, I've got my faults. I'm not an angel. And I'm sorry, love. And that's where you sort of believe him a little bit. Yeah, let's let's see. Let's see what's going to happen with them because... Ronald thinks, meh, Ronald thinks we're definitely going to work it out. He's mm-hmm. very optimistic. He says we will definitely work it out. Yeah, I don't believe in that, to be honest. But let's see. Let's, I'm not, I'm let's not keep so an optimistic. eye on them. Let's keep an eye on them. All right. Next couple is Brandon and Julia. BJ. 
as they are affectionately known. Okay. Sean starts in and asks, what's it like for Brandon to live away for the first time? And Julia does not let Brandon answer. She just blurts out, amazing. Oh, not asking me? You're not asking me, Sean? I think it's pretty amazing. Brandon, genius over here. Brandon goes, uh, it's the same as living with my parents, but they're just not there. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, Brandon, I feel like I missed this comment. I rewatched it a few times. It's the same as living with them. They're just not there. I mean, what? it makes sense. Usually I need subtitles for Julia. Now I need subtitles for Brandon because I have no idea what that means. Well, Julia tells us how she feels because oh, Julia sure. loves living outside the farm. Mm-hmm. She loves the sex life. Ooh, how how has it improved since you've got your own place? They can bank all over the place and they don't have to worry about a noise. Yeah, we still only do missionary in our bed, but we could do it anywhere. They do it all over, apparently. No, Brandon says we can do it anywhere. Oh, he said that? Yeah, she goes, Brandon goes, oh, it's oh, sex life is awesome. It's awesome. We can do it anywhere in the apartment. We don't, but we could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say they do. Oh, we can do it anywhere. Julia goes, I'm just nervous people can hear us because I can hear everyone. Ooh. <sighs> Apartment well, living, am I right? Brandon probably feels right at home because he's used to that swinger farm where sex everywhere. He probably hears everyone having sex all the time. You mean so the sex jacuzzi? The sex jacuzzi, <laughs> the sex stalls, the sex farm. Living on a sex farm. Sex farm. You hear it everywhere. Puts Brandon right to sleep. We listen to thunderstorm sounds at night to put us to sleep. Mm-hmm. Brandon just listens to his neighbors having sex, reminds him of home, and he falls, he just dozes off, just gently dozes off. Speaking of neighbors having sex, like we did hear neighbors we did, too. Right? I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not get into that. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we were like, eh, eh, eh. And that was both the sound of the bed and of the people in the oh, bed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was interesting. <sighs> Let's okay. not go with that, yeah. Sex life is sex life is better, apparently, but city life is a little tough for Brandon. Mm-hmm. Julia's like, yeah, Brandon likes hard work. He likes working hard. He likes helping his dad. Julia, the only reason she goes to the farm is to see her dog. Simba. Simba. Is this her dog or is it Betty's and Ron's dog that she kind of quote unquote adopted? I don't know. I just feel like if you loved that dog that much, why are you leaving it at that farm, Julia? Because we've all seen that farm. There are dog cages stacked on dog cages, stacked next to a treadmill in between a microwave. I think it was for the puppies, no? That makes it better? No, 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 That makes it worse. It doesn't, but... I'm worried about the crickets (laughs) in the kitchen. Forget about dogs. Like, you're... You're going to leave a dog you love at that farm? <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> you kidding me? If you love that dog, Julia, you take that dog with you. And Julia says, I've never loved anyone like I love Simba. And Asuelu goes, you love your dog more than you love Brandon? Of course, Julia says, well, it's different. It's different love. It's it's like pizza and burger. I don't know what I love more. I, I both love. That's a very bad comparison, Julia. Because it's both food. So you're saying like both Brandon and Simba are like the same <laughs> species. Yeah, the same species. <laughs> well, Mike's like, well, they have pizza burgers now, Julia. What is that? What does that mean? Yeah, she maybe, should just bang Simba? Maybe in Squim they do, Mike. 
Pizza burgers. We got pizza burgers now. Julie, like, I don't know I, if you know that. I don't understand pizza in America, to be honest. You guys put like pasta on pizza. What would, yeah, what would a pizza burger be? Uh, Just like, well, like a pizza with ground beef. That I'm all for. But that's <laughs> not a pizza burger. Like we make burger salads. It's like a burger minus the buns. That's delicious. So we just imagine we take our pizza salad or our burger salad. Mm-hmm. And we put it on, on pizza crust. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna look it up right now, actually, because I'm very curious. I'm sure it exists. Pizza. Once no, I went to the Jersey Shore and they were pizza selling penne vodka pizza. Hmm. Disgusting. Am I right? Mm, pizza burger. I don't know. There's Are a you bunch still of, looking at pizza burgers? Yeah, there's a bunch of different options. So one is a burger with basically just pepperoni on it, hmm. which looks kind of good. It's a lot of cheese. I don't know. It's not that exciting. Mike was very excited about it. It's not worth being that or, over. Or I'm seeing a regular burger. You remove the top bun and it looks like a little pizza. Oh, no. You know what I would be excited about? Two slices of pizza with a burger in between it. Pizza burger. That <laughs> would be good. That would be good. Imagine, Maybe. Imagine instead of two buns, you have two slices of cheese pizza. Mm. Delicious. Chef. I'm not a big fan of pizza, so Chef I can't really tell, but... Okay. okay. Well, let's move on from food. Let's talk about babies because Sean asks about babies. And Julia says, she says, I want live right now, right this second. But same time, I think about what's going on after five year, after three year. <laughs> Teresa, please translate. I can't believe you wrote it down. But please translate. She's saying, oh, I want to live in the moment, but I also want to know what's going to happen in five years. I want to see what the future holds for us. So glad one of us speaks, Julia. Because oh, I, I had to watch it a few times. At first, I thought she said, like, I want to live right now. I don't want to think about five years, but I think you're right. I think you're right because Brandon's response clarified it a little bit. He was like, she can talk about it now. Tell me what you want to name it. It. Brand, tell me Are you talking about dogs or babies? Name it. I love that Brandon's like a name. Their child probably will be an it if it's got those <laughs> Ron and Betty jeans. But yeah, Brandon's like, you could talk about it and tell me what you want to name it. So I think she does want to have children, but she also wants to live in the moment a little bit. Yeah, I think she wants to enjoy the moment, but she also wants to know what's going to be going on in five years. But then she makes the poking condom joke again. Ew. And everyone laughed. I don't find it funny. No, Everyone's it's like, oh, scary. You're such a comedian. You're such- it's scary. It's like, all right, she has this much power over Brandon, basically, because that's the only birth control they use. Well, yeah. <laughs> then she's like, well, we actually don't use condoms. Um, but, you know, I couldn't pass up that killer joke about poking holes in condoms. So I had to say it. Hi, if you don't use condoms. He said it. She goes, we don't use condoms. We don't oh. use condoms. It's like, then why'd you even... Oh, it's the pull-out method. Yeah. Did you Raw forget? Dog. So, then why, <laughs> so then why did you... You thought that joke was that good? Yeah. That she I wanted th- to make a poking holes in condoms joke? Oh, I think joke? she prepared the joke. She used... That's joke. her second time. That's her second time using it. So then Sean asks, Brandon, what have you learned about Julia since living on your own? And Brandon says, well, she's kind of hard to live with. Her jealous side is coming out a bit more now. And we learn Julia wants Brandon all to herself. She doesn't want Brandon to have friends. Definitely not friends that are girls. And it turns out Julia is very jealous because she has no friends of her own. And Brandon goes, you've had people try to be friends with you. (laughs) And then just silence. 
And Brandon goes, if Julia pushes my close friends out of my life, it could jeopardize this relationship. Mm-hmm. I thought she already did push his close friends. Like probably so. keep bouncing back. But I mean, Ron and Betty are his closest oh, friends. Yeah. Which doesn't make fun of it because I feel your parents are our closest friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So then Julia says, well, my jealousy will never change. And Andre offers some some words of advice. He says, you need to be more confident, which is true. It's true. You have to because you're married. But he why? married you out of all the other girls lined up waiting to be with Brandon, apparently, in why? Julia's head. Why is Julia not confident, though? Because everyone cheated on her. Brandon... Brandon scratching his neck like, everyone everyone cheated on you? <laughs> yeah, because you're nuts, Julia. She's great. I can she's totally crazy. see. I can totally see it. Julia, Julia, yeah, she's got cheated on by everyone. Scared Brandon's going to cheat on her. And Yara goes, well, I don't know why you'd be scared about that. I don't know why you'd be jealous. It's not like you're dating some Hollywood superstar, man. <laughs> I love it. Very true. It's like Hollywood wannabe because... Brandon is on 90. Yeah. He is exposed barely to the celebrity a, world. Barely a Dinwiddie star. I would not say he's a Hollywood star. Speaking of stars, though, we bring in the real stars of the show. Mm-hmm. Ronald and Betty. And it gets a little sad. First, it gets nauseating because Betty's dress against those pillows was giving me a headache. If you want to talk about outfits, the I kind of dismissed it because she looked like she always does. It was patterns on patterns on patterns, and it was giving me a headache. (laughs) Surprised you didn't pick up on it. But Sean gets right into it, asks if Ron and Betty want Brandon and Julia to move back to the farm. Betty thinks, well, close would be nice. Close, there are some properties pretty close by for sale. And Sean's like, well, how close? Betty's like, well, let's just say. With a good pair of binoculars, you could see everything. <laughs> Let's just clarify for everyone, if you guys missed it, they live 30 yes. minutes yeah, away. Ron and Betty, Brandon and Julia, 30 minutes apart. Not that far. That's literally, it's almost we too used close. to drive to Costco for 30 minutes. It's almost too close. It is. But Betty says, let's just say there's this place close enough you could walk there. And Brandon's like, oh, the house on the right side, that house on the right, that's for sale? Really? You didn't tell me that house. Okay. And Julia's just like, no, no, no. And Betty goes, we, we'd be willing to put a down payment if you guys move next But door. only on this house. Only on that house. Which Julia is not down for. She doesn't want to go back to farm life. And she doesn't want to take money from the parents, which I respect. I think she makes a good point about not taking money from the parents then it's never truly their house. Mm -hmm. The parents always have something over their head. So I agree with that. Andre is like, well, you'd have a built-in babysitter if you have kids. Which is true. It's true. I'm kind of surprised Andre is so pro-family being close Mm -hmm. by. He seems like he would want a little more space. Well, because he doesn't like actual babysitters. He wanted his parents to come and live with that's, them. You're right. So didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah he was pit- Nothing ever came of that story. That's very true. About, I was surprised. About Libby having mm-hmm. that secret babysitter. Yeah. But that's what he wanted. He And I get it. This is the European way. When I was growing up, my grandparents were the babysitters. My grandparents yeah. were the people. My parents dumped me at their house when they wanted to go out or anything. No. I mean, here too, we talk about it. My sister lives very close yeah. to my parents and makes it super convenient. 
for us, it's a little bit harder, mm-hmm. but hey. Everyone's different. strokes. Yeah. Okay. Then this is where we get some sad news. Ron's dealing with a few health issues. We don't know what it is, um, but he's in treatment. Sean asks if Ron wants to elaborate, and he just says, I'm doing different medications and some things to get over it, but he doesn't say what it is. Yeah, I assume it's something serious. I think so. It definitely got a little somber. It got a little serious. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's COVID or anything. He was No, I don't think it's COVID because he said, oh, with the right medication, I... Well, there are treatments for COVID, but he was sitting there yeah. seemingly fine, not on oxygen yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't want to speculate. I don't know what it is. But yeah, we it don't know. does seem somewhat serious. So hopefully Ron gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sean asks Brandon if... Ron's health is a factor in Brandon feeling like he needs to move back to the farm. And we do see Brandon get a little emotional and say he, I don't want to get into it. You know, my dad doesn't want to get into it, but it is a reason I'd want to be closer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Question. Why do you think Brandon had one finger wrapped in like a (laughs) bandaid? Maybe like she, he cut himself off or something. Doing what? I don't know. Like, I cut myself bite? all the time. Maybe a cricket bite? One of those crickets? Maybe Julia bit him. Video Julia game? bit his finger. Video game injury? Yeah, I was like, why? Like, Brandon, why are you wearing a white bandaid on? Oh, he was trying to open wine. You remember? He didn't know how to open oh, wine. That could be it. Who knows? That could be Who it. Who knows? We don't, know. we don't know. But both Ron and Brandon are dealing with some health issues, clearly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Is this our last couple? It is. Last but not least. Angela, Angela and, and Michael. <laughs> mm, good old. Oh, neighbors. Good old oh, neighbors. So Sean just starts off by asking Angela, why were you so upset with Michael this season? And the answer is not an unexpected one. Angela was in a lot of pain after surgery and Michael didn't really check in on her. I think maybe Angela said once a day. I think I mm-hmm. heard her say, he called me once a day, which that's actually more than I thought he checked in on Oh, her. yeah. I, I thought he was just silent for yeah. for a while, but Once that's, a day? Yeah. It's well, not and, enough for Angie. But also, let's consider the time zones. Oh, yeah. It's hard when you call your parents. Mm-hmm. There's basically one time in the day where it aligns that mm-hmm. it's not too early for someone or too late for someone. Mm-hmm. So I just want to throw that out there that maybe... With time zones, once a day is the best yeah. he could do. And I try to talk to my parents at least once a day, not necessarily on the phone, but at least message. But, you know, I have meetings, they do stuff. And sometimes it's just like, hey, they're calling me. I'm like, I can't pick up. I have a meeting. And then I'm trying and my dad's doing something. Then they're trying again. I'm I'm on a call with someone else. And this can be a week. Right. Right. So it is tough with the time zone, with the time change. Mm-hmm. Not so easy, that- guys. So that was one thing that Angela was upset about was the lack of checking in. And then Angela says, Michael started disappearing. And Kalani goes, wait, where did he disappear to? (laughs) And Angela goes, I still don't know to this day. I still don't know to this day, but he ain't going to fool me. Well, then how do you know he was disappearing if you don't know where he was going? Yeah. If only, if only that one-stop IT would have hacked his phone, <laughs> you know, the place that sells restaurant cash registers, if only they hacked his phone, I would know where he was going. I think that guy still is having nightmares from oh meeting God. Angela. 
<laughs> he retired. He is seeking help currently. But did you see Angela's? It's not a dress. It was a jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. It literally covered her nip. Like it was right next to the nip. You could see the areola. Like you could see. Like could it see was a very close nip slip. Very yes. close. And what I was thinking, and it, Angela's gonna prove me wrong eventually. Mm-hmm. If I was wearing something like this, and I do have jumpsuits that have like a deeper decolte, is that what you call it? A what? Deeper V-neck. Yeah. What did you call it? I said decolte. What's that? V-neck. Oh. Is that an English word? No. It's probably Czech. I do it sometimes. Anyways, I glue or I, I tape the dress or the jumpsuit to my body yeah. so I don't get an accidental nip slip. Okay. So uh, I well, thought... Stop. Are you forgetting who we're talking about? She's going to flash the camera. And that's like. what I was going to say. <laughs> Before I knew it, I would say, oh, it's probably, you know, she taped it just to be sure because it's very risque. Yeah. Very risque. No, if she taped it, that would have hurt when she flashed uh-huh. the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pull some skin off. Oh, yeah. Well, I would have taped it. Yes. But not Big Three Angie. No. <laughs> so, so then Sean asks Michael how he felt when he learned about the surgery. And we know Michael said he didn't want her to get the surgery. And he knows he was being selfish, that that was just his feelings. It was a little selfish the way he was acting. But at that point, he didn't want her to get it. And that's how he felt. And Angela goes, I did this for you, Michael. I did this for you and to be around you and the grandkids longer. Mm-hmm. Were, the, were the breast implants for the grandkids too? <laughs> Mima, give them, give them something to play with a little bit. Mima, oh. was, yeah, it was for the grandkids. Oh, I don't think the grandkids are like Michael, like a younger Michael. Michael likes to play on those mm-hmm. breasts. But Michael was basically saying he admitted it. He liked the big boobs. That's why he didn't want her to mm-hmm. do the surgery. But also... It's not common in Nigeria and big people in Nigeria are actually portrayed as wealthy. Well, that's what Angela says. Sean says, well, when people lose weight in Nigeria, what do they do? How do they do it? And Angela doesn't even let Michael answer. (laughs) She just goes, over there, it's good to be fat. (laughs) (laughs) That's why she's shoving things in her bra. She's just trying to make herself Mm. look even bigger. Than she is, right? But I get it. Like that's, and this is not, I don't know anything about Nigerian culture. Unfortunately, I should probably educate myself. But you go back 200 years where probably Ronald's mind lives. Being bigger was a sign of wealth. Yes. Right? So maybe it's still culture and apparently it's not just Nigeria. It's also Samoa. Yeah. And as well, it's really a trendy. skinny little boy in Samoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says it's good to be big in Samoa, <laughs> too. Yeah. So then Angela gets a little emotional. She brings up how Michael would make fun of her because her boobs were too small. And that was painful for Angela. Mm-hmm. And it gets very silent. It does. But I was going to say, how about you were making fun of Michael masturbating in a plastic right. cup, right. Angela? Well, she's such a hypocrite. She's such, she is the biggest hypocrite, I think. In 90 Day Fiance history. Yeah, it's fine for her to make fun of people, but God forbid Michael say, oh, your boobs are a little small for me. She can't take it. Oh, she's just the boss. She can't take it. She's the boss in the relationship, and Michael can't even come closer to even be equal with her. No, no. But it gets silent. It gets sad. And Michael says, it's okay. We're good now. We're good. I'm, 
I'm with you now. I love you. We're good. We're good. And Angela says she just wishes Michael would be more supportive. Mm-hmm. And Ronald chiming in. Our good friend Ronald says, you know, it's really hard to show your support remotely. Yeah. And in person, too. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Ronald. Did you hear Angela basically as as she was getting emotional, she said she thought she's going to die because of her large boobs. She couldn't breathe, right? Yeah. I get it. That is fucking sad. But why do you keep smoking? Right. If you thought you were going to die, you're doing all these surgeries, literally sending the wrong message to everyone with your post-operation lifestyle. Why are you still smoking? Because it's not about her health. It's never been about her health. She doesn't think it's about her health. She knows that. She just says it. Mm. It's so obvious the way she eats and smokes. It is. She's lying to herself too, probably. She's not just lying to us. She's telling herself, oh, yeah, it's about my health. It's not. It's all about her looks as far as I'm concerned. That's why she's flashing the camera. That's probably. She's not saying, look how healthy I am. She's saying, look at these new tits. Oh, she's so confident now. But as Ronald chimes in. We learned that Tiffany is going to have the same surgery yes. as Angela in two yeah. days. Yeah. And this was an interesting part because Ronald wasn't supportive of that in the beginning. And Ronald felt like, well, why not put in the work? You'll appreciate the results more if you actually mm-hmm. work out, eat healthy, put in the work, the time and effort to get the results. And Angela agreed with that. Mm-hmm. Angela's like, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But Tiffany says, the work is my mind, mm-hmm. which I think there's definitely truth to that. Yeah. You know, that is difficult yeah. to to change your mindset about For sure. food and eating and healthy habits. I'm, yeah. This is what I'm going to say. I think you should put in, in the work. You should be active. You should be healthy. You should be eating healthy, right? Yeah. But- when it comes to, let's say, Angela and her age and Tiffany having two kids, I can see how the surgery can help kickstart something, right? Yeah. But you definitely have to put up the work. The surgery is not going to solve your problems. Well, that's what Tiffany is saying, I think, is, yeah, I need this because it's my mind, but it's going to be hard. Don't think that I'm just going to get this surgery and it's going to be easy. The mm-hmm. real work, the real challenge is going to mm-hmm. be afterwards because it and is it, my yeah. mind. It's Speaking of afterwards, I'm shocked, actually, how much progress Angela has made because she didn't take the post-surgery procedures to heart, really. Well, she's smoking and eating poorly and still dropping a lot of weight. Well, I think smoking just helps you drop weight because as a former smoker, instead of, oh, I want to have a snack, you go out and you smoke, right? Some right. Pe- but for her, what was unhealthy about it is that she should not be smoking post-surgery like this. Yeah. She should not be drinking smoothies with jam, but I guess it's still better than whatever she was eating before. Yeah, and being skinny is not a marker of her health. We look at her now and we go, oh, look at how healthy she is. She dropped 106 pounds. It's not really a marker of how healthy she is. Like no. on the inside... She could be very unhealthy, yeah. and she probably is. She's just down 100 pounds mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So I, I take that back because I was like, oh, wow. I'm actually surprised she dropped the weight. She's yeah, not no, taking I, care of herself, yeah. but the two don't go together. She's still not taking care of herself. Mm-hmm. She just happened to lose the weight. Which is good because it helped her with 
some stuff, some issues, right. because she said her boobs were too big, she couldn't breathe, her back was in pain. Right. I get it. You've solved one issue, but you're still smoking. You, I don't know what else you're doing, Angela. Doesn't seem like healthy eating. Definitely smoking is not it. Yeah. Quit. It's not even cool. It used to be cool. It's not cool anymore. Just <laughs> drop vape. it. Get a vape. Not even smoke weed if you have. A, hey. oh, if you want to smoke something, I'm Hello. serious. Okay. But don't smoke cigarettes. Like it's not cool. It's not healthy. Literally, like have a carrot instead. It's a PSA from a former smoker right there. You wouldn't believe it, judging by her advice of have a carrot. You but- can hold the <laughs> carrot between your fingers like a cigarette. You're yeah. just gonna biting on it. How long were you addicted to cigarettes? Oh, since I was 14 and I quit when I was like, I met you when when I was 25. I quit a little before I met you. So so, 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. And your advice is grab a carrot. Yeah. Look at her, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Teresa over here. Listen, I quit one day. Not by grabbing a carrot. No, but I just decided I want to stop smoking. I stopped. I do love carrots. Exactly. Because as Tiffany said, it's a mental thing. And I think mentally... You grabbed a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it means, You're okay. Like, I'm done. Yeah. All right. Let's move on because we bring in Skyla. 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 Comes on in in that dress, that in same the, I dream of genie hair. In that, oh, look at my leopard bra. Yeah, she's showing <laughs> it all off like mother, like daughter. So Skyla feels like Michael. Not being supportive at all of Angela and her surgeries. And so we flash back to Angela at Dr. Obangme's mm. office. Angela hitting on Obangme, all of that. And Michael just laughing. Michael not upset at all. Michael doesn't have care in the world. Well, give him a couple of minutes. Well, he said, Obang is just, Dr. Obang just had to do his job. Well, which is true. Which is true. But everyone there knows if Michael did what Angela did, oh, Angela yeah. would be pissed. Oh everyone, my God. She would fly knows. to Africa and beat the shit out of him. Oh, if, yeah, if he even looked the wrong way. Oh my gosh, yeah. So then Sean asks, Angela, have you only seen Dr. Obang at the office? Woo! Woo! Angela pauses, nice long dramatic pause, and finally goes, I went to his birthday party in California. <laughs> what? Uh, she also went live with him the other day. She did? While he was in surgery. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Pause. Yeah, I'm glad I remembered to what? bring this up. How come I didn't see I it? I get an alert on my phone. Angela Deem, whatever her name is, is going live. Well, let's see who she's going live with. I click on it. Oh, my God. What? There's someone on the operating table. What? Getting operated on. Dr. Obangmi. Is there selfie holding the phone selfie video and all right while he's in surgery going live with Angela? That is so wrong. I'm sorry, guys. I could only watch five seconds of it because I, I don't do well with those visuals of mm. someone being cut open on a operating table. So I ended it. I closed out of it. But she went live with Dr. Obangmi while he was in surgery. What? Yes. I wonder if the patient must have given him like a no. Yes, I'm fine with you going live. Well, actually, if you go to that office, you probably do have to sign. Maybe. Are you okay being on camera? Mm. Because he's such a Hollywood doctor. So maybe. Maybe. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I didn't see this one. Ew. Why? I don't know why. Because it's Angela. It's Obangmi. I don't know. 
But yes, she went live, but she also went to California for his birthday. She wanted to show appreciation and Skyla went with her. So then Sean asks, okay, so you were never alone with Dr. Obangmi <laughs> then? And Angela puts her hands in her face. And Sean goes, wait, hold on. My producer is telling me Dr. Obang drove you home? What? Well, you were in, okay, yeah, my producer is telling me you guys were alone in, in the car and he drove what? you home? Yeah. Now Michael starts to get a little upset. He didn't know about this before. He didn't know about this. I think he knew about the party. He did not know. Oh, yeah. About that chauffeur and service. Here comes Michael standing up for himself a little saying, if I did that, you would be pissed. And oh. Angela goes like, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth up. That's what she said. Shut, shut your mouth up. And here's the story. Apparently, they were at this bar for his birthday. Angela started feeling, and I quote, nauseated. I was going to ask you about this. Is I it a real, don't you say nauseous? Think, yeah, I think so. But who knows? I maybe, mean, Georgia. Maybe, maybe in Georgia. Georgia they say nauseated. She was nauseated. And Obangmi asked her if she wanted a drink. She said no. She didn't feel well, and she'd be going back to the hotel. Obang overheard her and offered her a ride home because he's a gentleman, okay, because he's a gentleman. But Kala stayed at the bar because Angela said, Kala, stay here. Have fun. Enjoy. I want to be alone with Dr. Mm -hmm. Obang. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so finally, Michael starts to realize what a hypocrite Angela is. Mm -hmm. So, okay, starts to get very loud, very aggressive. Sean's like, okay, pivot, pivot. Um, let's bring it on Lydia, thinking that's going to make things better. <laughs> thinking that's going to calm everyone down. <laughs> Sean asks Lydia her thoughts on Angela's new look. And Aunt Lydia goes, she looks okay. She's pretty, pretty sexy, but she's okay. She's pretty okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lydia not pleased with how sexy Angela is looking. Aunt Lydia goes, Michael loved her the way she is. Michael just loves her the way she is. And for some reason, that sets Angela off. Mm -hmm. Because she goes, exactly. He loves me the way I am, with or without babies. Aunt Lydia, you want to cut me down? You want to cut me down about looking sexy, but then not accept me for not being able to have babies? Can I stab you right here yeah. and like literally <laughs> ask you, how in the world did you get all this down on the paper? It. Watched it multiple times. Oh, so did I. And, and I just, everyone was yelling. Lydia was yelling. Angela was yelling. Michael was trying to chime in. I could not really get any conversation well, that's out of where, this. That's where it ends for me, basically. That's all I was able to get down is that Angela got so upset because Lydia admitted that Michael loves her regardless of anything. But Lydia's going to keep pushing Angela to have kids, even though she herself just said, Michael's going to love you regardless. So mm -hmm. that sets her off. She loses her mind. She's oh, at, my gosh. She's at an 11 right now. Classic Angela, right? I have to say. Angela's yelling at Michael through the screen, then starts yelling at Lydia, yelling at Lydia for pointing fingers at her. Lydia brings up the surrogate, which Angela should have probably spent money on instead of the surgeries. And then it gets real weird. <laughs> Angela goes to Lydia, you're not his wife. Are you screwing him? Angela goes, I've never seen someone as nosy as this aunt. Angela's like, you want him? Come get him. And she stands up 
goes to the screen where Lydia is <laughs> yelling, yelling so hard at this screen. COVID droplets everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's my screaming. fucking husband. <laughs> she starts screaming into the camera now, facing the camera like an early 90s music video. Totally. And her nipple starts to peek out. Okay, she starts seeing a little bit of areola. Skyla stands up behind her. A producer <laughs> steps in. Everyone's yelling about respect. Sean's trying to call a timeout <laughs> in the corner. And all of a sudden, Angela grabs her dress and pulls out her titties. And that's how I learned that she did not tape it. And I'm pretty sure, and again, you're going to have to translate for me, but I'm pretty sure she grabs her dress, whips out her breasts, and says, suck on these brand new beep tits, bitch. Did she say that? With a couple beeps in between. I didn't catch it. She, I, I heard sure the beeps. I heard the beeps. Suck on these brand new beep tits. Beep. Did you say tits on TV? I think so. I hate the word. I say titties. Michael whipped it out and started masturbating right there. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, real into the, it now. Like, what is the plastic cup? <laughs> he's, she wears the white cup. Anyone seen the white cup? <laughs> he's very into it now. Yeah. Lydia's head exploded. Brain matter everywhere all over Nigeria. People were out of their All minds. the cast members were like, what Jovi started fuck? throwing dollar bills. <laughs> People were losing it. Yeah. Oh, we were losing. I will show you my nip. We paused. Well, we paused the screen before she whipped them out. We were like, wait, 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 wait. You can see nipple right now. Like, if you pause at the right time, you can see nipple. And then we unpaused it. And then Angela just helped us out and showed us all of her mm-hmm. nipple. And I'm pretty sure she touched up her tattoo after yeah. surgery because that ink looked fresh. Mm-hmm. That was very fresh ink. But that's it. Boobs out. And then they storm off. But she shows her off. boobs one more time. And she says, this is for you. And fuck you, Michael. <laughs> or this is for you, Michael. I'm He's pretty like, sure she said, and I'm fuck coming. you, Michael. Shows the titties one more time. Carla's uh, probably very proud of her. She's uh, like, what? Right next to her mama. And that's, that's, that's how you end a tell-all. That's how you end an episode. This tell-all. You guys can love it. You guys can hate it. But at least the end of this part one tell-all will go down in history. Yeah. A couple because that season? was just Ooh. out of control. Like Angela showing her titties twice. Yeah. I'm with you in the sense that I wish they didn't tease us all week because our heads would have exploded seeing that. Probably. Yeah. We knew what to expect. So the shock wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But it was still shocking. I wish they would just showed like Angela yelling at Lydia, like Julia saying like right. "fuck you, Brandon," like all these like little snippets. But I wish even show us her grabbing it. Yeah, and then but cut, yeah, and then cut. I wish they didn't show it because that would have been just the biggest <sighs> OMG in the ninety day everyone world. Would've, everyone would have talked about it for yeah. days. It yeah. sucks because we already talked about it prior right. to the yeah. all, but. But it got, people, it got people to tune oh, in, for I'm sure. sure. So, good tell-all. I thought it was a good tell-all. Good tell-all, yeah. That's part one. We still have to dig into mm-hmm. Living Andre. So, they didn't say it all. No, they did not. They did not tell they all. didn't tell it, takes, it all. It takes them four hours to tell it all, <laughs> to say it all. We'll get Living Andre. We'll get Kalani and Asuelu. We'll get Jovi and Yara. Mm-hmm. And we may revisit some of these other yeah. couples. But I thought it was good. I thought it was good, too. I thought it was good. Yes. All right. We hope you guys thought it was good as well. And let's see. Will part two be better? Will it be worse? 
Return of the tits? Who knows what's going to happen? I have no idea. Like, Angela seemed to be storming off, so let's see if she's going to come back to the studio. We'll see. In the meantime, guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Make sure you follow the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. You just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys, smash it like it's super-duper green day hot. Oh, hello. I'm just going to shout out the whole band. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, if you could take a few seconds, rate, review, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out so much. That's it. They've only told half. I think we've told it all for now. My head is still spinning. Absolutely. My head is spinning hard. You, you are. Keep your boobs. Keep your boobs where they are right now. Okay. <laughs> wait, till we, wait till we end this. Okay. Um, I've said it all for now. Have you? I think I've said it all for now. But, okay. But I have more to say <laughs> next week. I'm sure. I'm sure you do too. Well, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Until then, we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.